Welcome to The Christian View, weighing today's hot topics against the Word of God, because God does have a view. Here now, your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. at home for watching and for those in Radio Land listening and what a great audience we have. Thanks yeah, for being yeah. here. Thank you. We are talking about immigration today and it's a very hot topic. It's been, it's debated both in our country and throughout the world, just what's going on with immigration legally and illegal immigration. Um, Isaac, we've seen political parties on both sides use scripture to support their view on immigration. Are they both right? Is there a biblical view? Are they both wrong? What do you think? I I think the interesting thing is that actually biblical scripture can be interpreted by different peoples in a different way. The same exact scripture could mean something to somebody and something different to somebody else. I think what we have to do right now is probably determine the difference between immigration and invasion or um, what would be another word? I don't know. But, you know, the the, the difference between the two, because immigration, I'm an immigrant. I actually came from Mexico. I came when I was nine nine, years old. Um, But we we went through the proper process. I, I didn't cross over the the Rio Grande or, or, you know, uh, hire somebody to kind of cross us over. My parents went to the consulate. We went through the whole process and made it here. And this has been a great country for us. I think a big difference right now is is, uh, that everybody just wants to kind of cross over on their own. And what's happening is it's, it's opened up opportunities for bad people right. to just do it, you know, and just cross over as well. And mm-hmm. once we determine what the difference is, I think then we can be, uh, we can do the proper thing and care for our immigrants, but not necessarily just allow anybody to just come in here and do whatever they want. Right. I love Thank that. you. Your perspective that. of talking about it from a standpoint of legal versus illegal. I think no one is really saying that we don't want immigrants in right. America. Right. Right. And from a biblical perspective, we would look at it and, and even thinking about the Bible. The Bible's a story of immigration. You have Abraham and Sarah starting off moving from Mesopotamia. They move to Canaan, then they end up in Egypt. So we see the transition even there. And then in the book of Romans, right. it teaches us that, you know, we got to uh, be subject to spiritual laws and authority. So we get the spin on how it can work. But I think the goal is, you know, when it's balanced with whether it's legal as how you right. came or whether it's illegal. Right. I find it interesting that that's even a debate. Like, it, it seems so logical. I mean, we can't go in other countries and willingly, uh, knowingly break their laws. So I'm so confused that there's a political movement that somehow it's okay to break our laws. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the interesting thought. It says that some argue that immigrants, illegal immigrants come over and they'll do jobs that normal citizens aren't wanting to do. So therefore, well, I know, (laughs) but how do we, how do we address that? You know, how do we, how do we put a stop to that? so that mm-hmm. we can still have people coming over the right way. Yeah. yeah. I think, again, I, I, with most things, you're dealing with starting with the leadership because you're dealing with, uh, again, it, it, the, the Bible tells us that the judgment has begun in the house of the Lord. And so there's a place for everything to start. 
And I, I think, as Isaac said, you have to redefine or at least make the definition or the, the clarity of the demarcation of what you mean, because we're putting everything in one clump mm -hmm. and we're not rightly dividing. And so when we start talking about it, that's why everybody's like in an uproar, right. because we think that we're talking about one thing and we happen to be bringing 10 things on the table and not separating what they are, because nobody, I don't think, in their right mind is thinking about that illegal immigration is correct. Mm -hmm. But if it's, if it's illegal, then that, it, it, it's incumbent upon the powers that be that are the leaders to make sure that legalities are set forth and that they're not only followed by those that they're talking to, but they're followed by those who are making the law. And here's the reason why 17 to 19,000 foreign nationals are trafficked into the U.S. each year. And uh, it, uh, another quote from this article, illegal immigration creates an environment in which exploitation runs rampant. Right. Sex exploitation and labor exploitation. And then what is happening is people who come in illegally are having to pay a smuggler's debt right. yes, to right. be smuggled into mm -hmm. the country, which further just incapacitates them from being able right. to find, uh, you know, go through the proper system, find, mm -hmm. you know, employment and, and move sets forward. Up yeah. criminal activity mm -hmm. on, right. our, on our borders yeah. in that I know some of the ranchers where a lot of the... Um, immigrants come through, there's all kinds of horrible things. Like there's this thing called a rape tree that that's part of the price that has wow. to be paid to get across. And, and on mm. their properties, certain things are being put up in the trees as a victory. And I mean, it's wow. just, there's just nothing that is right about it, even though it does seem mm -hmm. that there, that a certain political well, politicians will try to make it that it's okay it's and we know it's not. And I don't get the, right. I don't get what is, what's really the motivation behind that. They look at it in the way of viewing things. And I was reading this and I thought it was kind of, had a little comical end, but it talks about, it said, if you cross the northern Korean border, you get, um, put in jail for 12 years, hard wow. labor. If you cross the Iranian border illegally, you are detained indefinitely. If you cross the Afghan border, you get shot. If you cross the Chinese border, you may never be heard from again. Right. But if you cross the U.S. border illegally, you get a job, driver's license, social security card, welfare, I mean, food stamps, credit card, subsidized rent, the ability to buy a house, free education, and free health. So where do, where do we draw the line? What do we... Yeah. What well, do we see, that's, that's what, well, Take a look at what's happening right mm -hmm. now. Our conversation is, is supposed to be about immigration, mm -hmm. but immediately we bring it to illegal right. immigration. Mm -hmm. right. yes. And that's where the problem comes in. Mm -hmm. We break mm -hmm. down immigration to illegal. Right. We yeah. only call it illegal. All of us that are on this panel yes. are immigrants. Mm -hmm. right. yeah. So, mm -hmm. so right. If, if we're talking about immigration, then let's, let's keep it yeah. Pure, right. so right. we can deal with that because the minute that we we foster in illegal, it becomes an entirely different conversation. The way to keep mm -hmm. that though is to have processes that right. have to be followed right. and obeyed. Mm -hmm. yeah. that, that need, they have to be obeyed. Yeah. They have yeah. to right. be obeyed. Yeah. All right, stay with us. We'll be right back with some more on immigration on the Christian View. the Christian view. We're talking about immigration. Um, Trudy, without, throughout scripture we read about God's purpose, purposeful intent for separation and, and borders, and it's for our own good, but with all the confusion as it relates to immigration, 
what can we as Christians do to provide the guidance and the wisdom that we need in our society today? Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing for a Christian, regardless of the subject matter, is to have a Christ-like attitude right. first and foremost. So, you know, we have to remember that whatever the topic is, that God's grace is equal to everyone. Right. The ground at the foot of the cross is level. And so we have to take it from that stance. But we also have to realize that, you know, the main purpose of government, in, by definition in Wikipedia, is that it is to seek the welfare of its citizens and to fulfill the needs for the betterment of the nation. So, right. so Christ-like behavior first, Christ-like attitude first, but then we also have to look at the facts and realize what is happening in our country and what is best for us as a Christian nation going forward. I think we're talking about illegal immigration because we're recognizing that the immigration system is broken. Yes. And that's what Nikki Haley said. She said, we must fix our broken immigration system. That means stopping illegal immigration. And it means welcoming properly vetted legal immigrants, Mm -hmm. regardless of their race or their religion. Mm -hmm. Just like for centuries, we cannot allow immigrants to come here illegally. And in this age of terrorism, we must not let in refugees whose intentions cannot be determined. And then she goes on to say, I am the proud daughter of Indian immigrants who is reminded every single day how blessed we are to live in this country. I think we also have to keep in mind that even, you know, as we were talking, like, what can we do as Christians? We have to help make sure that our government approaches it balanced, making sure that it's fair and just, because in some instances, I think maybe due to something xenophobia, you know, where there's like this fear of losing your own identity mm-hmm. that we even have gotten to a point if we if we would look at history where the government has halted certain people from coming for a time like we're not taking anyone else from this particular area. You know, when they were afraid of the Irish, it was the Irish. When it was the Chinese, they, it was mm-hmm. the Chinese. When it was the Russians. Japanese. So now and then we allow certain other cultures that we allow more freedom for them to come in because we'll say just the government will justify and say, we have a need for those particular groups of people. So I think that's where the church and Christians can stand up to say, if we're going to be um, America, let's go by what the Statue of Liberty talks about right. and let's make it fair across and the what, board. What, what the word says to us as God's people is he says in, in Exodus, he deals with the fact that, you know, don't oppress the foreigners because yes. you were once a, a foreigners in, in Egypt. And so the bottom line is that we're supposed to understand what it's like to be. Right now, we are in a foreign land as Christians. Yes. You know, you know, as, as humans, we know the reality is our bodies are on the earth, but our citizenship is in heaven. So we understand what it's like to be a foreigner. Yeah. And so we have to the same way that we need God to to give us give, give us his grace to actually live out this life. We have to be able to transcend and give that grace to other people because we we're the only ones who do actually understand. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, here's a far fetched idea, perhaps, but uh, this would be more on a preventative measure. Why do people want to immigrate to the United States? Because we have a great country right. yeah. and they are in poverty, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about maybe if in, a, in a preventative nature, the church, us as Christians, begin to help those in those other countries yeah. so that maybe they, they would say, you know what, I'm going to be able to stay. The United right. States is helping me. The Christians are helping me. So I'm going to stay here where I'm at. 
um, because I'm doing much better now. I mean, it's, it, it might like be that idea. but it's, no, it's a possible. No, I think it's a great idea. It could happen. And I think ultimately then the concept of democracy, mm -hmm. because throughout a lot of the world's democracy is not necessarily order of the day. And even though they may yeah. say there is some form of democracy, we know that you have people, when you were saying about being oppressed through the government, the government itself, and they use it as where people, even when we transition here, that's where, you know, most people that came from England in the middle, mm -hmm. they came because of okay. oppression. Right, right. You know, on, online I did a search to see what our church is doing. Henry Blackaby always says, look around and see what others are right. doing and join that. Yeah. And there's not much out there online of what churches are doing. I think it's gone to a thousand churches yes. across the nation that have opened their doors to uh, immigrants and refugees to our country. And so it's a very, it's a very uh, difficult thing that, that, you know, that we, we can't, you know, beat everybody over the head. Right. And right. say, you know, mm -hmm. you're not doing anything about illegal immigration if we're not mm -hmm. willing to look at ourselves and say, well, what are we doing to right. help refugees? Well, How well, are well, we well, helping? Should it become more, more political or, or, more, or should Christians kind of take a bigger stand? Well, I think, Christian, that again? I, I think our churches need to address the situation. We right. need to look at it and we need to say, okay, how, what can we do to be a beacon of hope in our community for those people who are trying to matriculate into the American society? Right. Because right. here's the thing there was a study done that 74% of immigrants to the U.S. are Christians. Mm -hmm. And so many of our churches are being built up and strengthened and poured into by immigrants. Okay, that are Only 5% are Muslim, 4% Buddhist, and 3% Hindu. And we, we, we have to remember and understand, again, that we talk about persecution and what's happening in, here in America. A lot of people are also leaving or being persecuted in other countries and trying to get here yes. because there's less of the persecution right. for Christianity. Yeah. But part of what we also have to understand, part of the reason why you don't see so many things happen in church and you can't research this is because a lot of what we have to do in other countries other than America, we have to be illegal yes. immigrants yes. to do yes. it. Yes. Yes. And we have, we have to actually go against what's mm -hmm. because the, the word is what's being kept out. <laughs> that's, a so have, that's a whole yeah, other yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but you actually so have right. to go and break that law mm -hmm. in order to bring the word of God. Yeah. So there's a lot that can't be seen or understood. It's because mm -hmm. we have to do it covertly. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's right. true. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I think you had a good point too, there needs to be structure yes. mm -hmm. with, with, yeah. the, with the immigration coming in. There needs to be structures and boundaries and God is a God of order. That's the so only we need, way. We need to keep yes. it mm -hmm. you know, under God's authority with order. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like right now, we've got this whole, you know, separation of children from their family. Right. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, and it, it, it sounds, on the surface, it yeah. sounds horrible. Right. Mm -hmm. But in reality, when you realize that a lot of these kids are being brought by people who have uh, abducted them, yeah. you have so to separate true. them yeah. to find exactly. out right. if they're really a family or not. Right, yes. right, yeah. right. True. right. True. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to talk more about immigration. immigration today and you know in Rebecca we read in scripture that God did not want the Canaanites to continue to live among the people of Israel because their culture was different and he thought it would conflict with the laws of God and corrupt them so should we be concerned with immigration we talked a little bit about it before but with immigration affecting our Christian culture in America today well I think it has affected our, our culture. I don't know if it's affected the Christian culture because I gave you the statistic right. about the 74% coming in who are Christian. Which is amazing. That is yeah. an amazing yeah. statistic. And I see that reflected in my own church. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you, you come out of the doors from the service and you're just surrounded by right. just such multicultural, um, just 
it's it's a blessing to see. It's yeah. exciting to see because that's what heaven's going to look that's like. Right. That's right. You know, and you think about too. Jesus was a refugee. Mm-hmm. Jesus really was an immigrant. The angel came and told Joseph and said, "Take your son and your mm-hmm. wife, your pregnant wife, right. and flee to Egypt." Well, that word "flee" actually means it comes from the word "refugee." Mm-hmm. Okay. So isn't that amazing? It is amazing. So um, I, th- I think that you know all throughout the Bible there are examples of this, but there has to be that balance, right. and we also have to balance it and temper it with obey the law of the land. Right. Right. Yeah. I think, and that goes back to what we talked about before, just having those rules set in place so that we actually, so we know what to, we're supposed to obey and what we're supposed to adhere to, to have those laws in place. And I think Everything we have technically is, has a process to it. I mean, right. we go through school, we don't just, you know, go through every grade. We, we take tests, mm-hmm. we do things that determine whether we're ready to move on to the next level. And it should kind of be the same for, for immigration. Is, right. are, are, are you meeting the, the criteria? I do think we do have to bear in mind um, that there is some concern that needs to be kept in mind, especially when it comes to government and passing of legislation and laws that allow another religion that came into our country that it will get more rights, so to speak, than yes. what we were founded yes. on our Christian yes. principles. And, you know, when it's when I'm told I can't pray in the workplace, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm a Christian, but yet, you know, if I have someone from another culture, I have to make time and right. space yeah. for them to yeah. be able yeah. to go pray. Then that's where, you know, I, the concern has to be raised and that yes. I don't have an issue with people praying to whoever they believe in, but don't hinder me. Right. And I right. think we have right. to exactly. take a proactive approach mm-hmm. that as while we're protecting other people's Christian rights or religious rights, we yes. have to make sure we protect that our, our own. That Amen. our own are being protected. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. I know in my neighborhood it's very multicultural, and I know Rebecca's statistic says that, you know, 75% are Christians. Well, that is just not the case in my neighborhood. They're like Turkish and Muslim, mm-hmm. and they are very, the children very much know the laws and of their religion. Right. And it's interesting to me to watch the dynamic because I have dogs and the children always end up in my yard. And so the, the <laughs> Turkish will be like, oh, you know, I can't touch the dog, but I really want to. Aww. And, you know, and so, but but my point is they seem to adhere to their quote unquote laws right, right. so much more than the Christians. And I see the change, the shift. It's not like these children get, oh, I'm in a Christian country. It's right. that I'm in a country and I'm telling you what my rules are. Right. And, and I think that goes back to. I see. I don't, yes. I don't think it's right. It's not right. And I think that goes back to an episode we had before. We need to be bold in our faith. And we can't. Right. We can't be our own worst censors mm-hmm. by keeping our mouths quiet in our faith when we're yeah. among other people with different beliefs. We still need to be able to be as verbal as, as they are. Right. That's the thing. And we not being fear. Back right. For some yeah. right. Christians need to be well, bold. And and I think we've been beaten over the head with the word tolerance. We've yes. got to be tolerant. Yes. Everybody's yes. got to be tolerant right. of everybody's mm-hmm. beliefs. And we've been so ultra tolerant as Christians trying to be kind and trying to be right. meek and Even. gentle right. Right. that we have allowed people mm-hmm. to take over. Right. Yes, we really have. And Jesus went in the tables and knocked him over. I mean, I, we, we can be bold. Say, yeah. Really? It was a tolerant thing. Yeah. 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 See, that's when it comes to the point of the fact that we're being censored again from within. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the reality of the situation is when you, when you approach life and the laws and everything mm. from Jesus' perspective, right. mm-hmm. you become 
uh, an offense to people that are even within your own church. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, 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 the issue is that we have thought that love means let everything go. Mm-hmm. Right. We have, so we have taught it so incorrectly that now our backs are to the wall. Mm-hmm. And so the reality is that now we're finding ourselves having to actually be the, like the Jesus in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're looking as if... For, because we're trying to be that for the first time mm-hmm. and it makes us look bad. Right. Well, but the reality is that's to, when you're right. Love wouldn't be, up. Yeah. We're and love wouldn't be me going into another country expecting just to fly under the radar and everybody else pay for the roads, everybody else right. pay for the schools, everybody else pay for the, you know, my welfare. That's mm-hmm. not love. Right. Let's mm-hmm. flip the like what you said mm-hmm. earlier. You know, we have to be we have to think about the impact that, and, yes. and we're talking about illegal immigration right, again, right, right, what right. that is having on those of us that are paying taxes. Right. Right. For a statistic, um, to support a criminal immigrant in our judicial system, it's the, the impact is one, over $1.8 billion a year. So, you know, that's, that's really cool. something to think about because yeah. we're paying right. for that. We that work are paying for that. And well, that's I, a I, huge I, impact. Huge. Again, I, I have a tendency because I understand my my immigration, as far as coming from Haiti, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, my family was under the Duvalier regime. And so in coming here, you're talking about leaving persecution, leaving uh, or running away from right. the, uh, the death camp kind of mindset. Wow. So it's, mm-hmm. it goes beyond just saying everyone who's illegal is a criminal. Right. Oh, no. Sometimes exactly. we have to right. deal with, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that that's what you're saying. Right. I'm saying that's kind of like pervasive in the perspective. We're allowing that to be what people are, but the reality is that sometimes you are actually running from mm-hmm. what is evil. And so we have to, it's again, begin to rightly divide, look at each thing on its, uh, on its own mm-hmm. and be able to, as a government and as a Christian people, right. know how the, 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 the uh, duality of law and also love and grace, mm-hmm. because the Love and grace has to come from the church, even though the law has to be but we have a stickler. But as a church, then we have to get back to being the church. And I think, Ah. you know, when we Mm -hmm. talk about how Aunt Trudy was saying how those people are so true to their values, Mm -hmm. but you know, we, when the Christian realm, the first thing we we make these blanket statements, sweeping generalizations that somebody else is going to come in and put us at risk of being a Christian, but we don't take into consideration our own apathetic behavior Mm -hmm. that's causing a lot of our problem. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to make everybody a terrorist, you know, the Bin Ladens and all those people, but what about been sleeping? Been gossiping? other stuff, right. you know, so and we're putting lying. Christianity at more of a risk than anybody else that's right. coming in. Right. Yes. Oh, that's you know. such a good point. Right. Yeah. I think that's going back. We need, we're playing catch up because yes. we've, we've, we've been suppressed or we've suppressed ourselves, the Christians, uh-huh. Christians uh-huh. that we're trying to play catch up to get up to where the other religions are in our cultural. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's such a good point. And we, we, have, we have accepted uh, the lie that, again, being a, a God of love, he's not a God of justice. Being a God of love, he uh, tolerates everything. Being a God, and so so we've allowed ourselves now to be a, a, a relationship with, with God that allows everything but doesn't back itself up. Kind of watered down. Watered right. down. Watered down Christians. To be liked. Yeah. yeah. Yes, to be, exactly. to be liked. Thank you. We'll be right back with more on The Christian View. We've been talking today about immigration, which is a really touchy subject. But I really think that if we stay true to our beliefs and true to our God, then we are going to figure everything out in the end. But the the biggest thing is love God and love people with all your heart. Have a great day.
produced by the Christian View Incorporated, a nonprofit organization. To make a donation or to learn more about our radio and television outreach, please visit thechristianview.tv. That's thechristianview.tv.